All right, hello guys, and welcome back to my podcast. I am thinking of what I'm going to be doing in regards to the music stuff. Am I going to continue doing musical numbers for you? Am I going to make a little? I want to make a like kind of like an intro. I'm thinking of making intros, and I'm thinking of making something for Lila's daily rants, uh, Lila's weekly rants, <laughs> and kind of doing like I don't know some sort of thing. <laughs> but um so this episode is definitely going to be mostly about health and I had something in mind. I've had a trigger today um that actually inspired me to podcast, which is maybe what I needed. Honestly, whenever I get triggered, I get motivated and I'm like, fuck, I need to talk about this now. And since there's nobody to listen to me, I'm talking to you guys because now you guys are going to be listening and maybe you guys are going to be learning something. And um, definitely the titles that I use for all of these episodes are going to be also triggering in order for you guys to hear what I'm saying. But I'm also calling people out. So. <laughs> so basically, um, this episode is called life is too short to be eating healthy which is what i hear quite a bit with different people and i'm trying to explain this and explain what's going down and all of that shit um and why i find that that is bs and how i'm going to be talking about it today so brief synopsis on my health. I actually have arthritis. Um, I was diagnosed with juvenile arthritis at the age of two years old. And then I ended up being medicated up until the age of nine. Where I was literally having like a bunch of adverse reactions to all of the medications I was taking. I was probably taking about 30 different medications uh, per day fainting when I would go to school and all of that stuff would have uh, ups and downs and wouldn't be able to fully have a normal uh, childhood where it was pain-free and I've always had to experience with different lifestyle changes and diets and uh, all of that stuff but that also uh, helped my mom be on her path as well in regards to yoga and health foods and all that stuff and if you guys are more interested in hearing uh, about my arthritis and lifestyles and all of that stuff I think I have a podcast up to it in season one but that is a 2020 episode so you guys can check check it there I have listened to some of my podcasts like just brief little parts of it and I'm like holy fuck my voice has changed it's crazy two years can do that to you I had no idea but yes, I hear the changes. Who knows? Maybe you guys will too. Um, but yes. And then um, I ended up doing different lifestyle diets and stuff. I had uh, I went through vegetarianism. Then I went to veganism. I went to raw foodism. Um, I did blood type diet. Blood type diet is actually what helped heal me originally. Uh, and also cannabis. So the use of cannabis helped decrease my inflammation which we'll definitely get to another time. And I think I have mentioned in that previous podcast as well. Um, what else? What else have I done? Um, I have done, yeah, intermittent fasting, which I've been doing. I've done keto. 
uh, for a bit. Um, now I'm doing a little bit like I'm going more into ketosis. And uh, then I just basically did a healthy lifestyle diet of like not eating as much carbs and gluten and all of that stuff. And I was just mostly sticking to like fruits and veggies and sometimes some granola and then like meats and I had like rice and quinoa and things like that. So that one I call more of the uh, fitness bodybuilding diet because it was mostly like that. I had lots of sweet potatoes and uh, spinach and blah, 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 you know, micronutrients and things. And right now, as of last week, I have been on the carnivore diet. So uh, we're going to be getting into all of these things and I'm going to be getting into why I think it is bullshit when people think that life is too short to be eating healthy. But okay, we're going to get into this a little tiny disclaimer. I am self-taught. I'm a self-taught health advocate. I learned through my aunt Melissa Pansini, which she is a professional nutritionist. My mother, Lucilani Pansini, that is also a health advocate, yoga teacher, personal trainer. My father, who is a personal trainer, bodybuilder. And uh, just wanted to mention that I'm not telling anyone to go on specific diets. I am just sharing relevant information for you guys to take in and process and kind of listen to your body. What I want the most for you guys to do besides anything, besides changing anything, is actually just listening to your body, which a lot of people neglect. But yes, so I'm going to be talking a little bit more now that that's out of the way, how I am doing carnivore right now and what carnivore consists of. So as you guys have probably seen the previous episode, if you guys haven't, going to be talking about a little bit more. Carnivore is basically just eating no sugar, no carbs, um, no vegetables. It's literally just animal products. So you get your fats from your animal products. Uh, You get your dairy and your eggs and your cheese and you get your meats and your fish. And that is all you're allowed to eat. So anything by an animal or produced by an animal is what you're allowed to eat. Not allowed to have any spices that much. They say that you should limit that. Um, Some people have ups and downs in regards to coffee or tea or whatever. Um, Not allowed to have any juice. Not allowed to have any pop. Not allowed to have basically anything that isn't produced by an animal or made by an animal. So that is exactly what I am doing right now. And this is supposed to be helping different uh, problems, autoimmune disorders. And I'm going to actually read to you guys a little bit about carnivore diets right now. I'm going to be talking about uh, what it helps. So let's go look at the list. Um, Let's check right now. Let's check what diseases and illnesses and things that it has healed. If I could find. First, let's check at the reported benefits of meat heals approach. No carb cravings. No energy energy throughouts. Improved cognition. Improved mood. Improved markers of heart health. Overcoming fertility issues. Better recovery after exercise, clearer skin. I could vouch for that one. Better digestion and reduced inflammation. Um, so many people have had 
different uh, types of conditions. So 93 improved uh, or resolved obesity and excessive weight, 93 improved hypertension, 98 improved conditions related to diabetes, 97 improved gastrointestinal symptoms, 96 improved psychiatric symptoms. Lots of people that had different types of things such as um, arthritis, uh, diabetes, uh, different types of inflammation, celiac disease, um, gut stuff like like literally everything like honestly anything you can think of like i've seen on this diet i'm like this is insane that it helps with chronic injuries as well and all these things but what i have been the most interested in is just not having any more pain not having any more arthritic pain and so yes uh that is why i'm doing it and i'm going to be talking about Let's see, um, we're going to be talking about the side effects of what I'm experiencing right now. And I'm not experiencing all these side effects. I am actually have been taking notes of everything that's happening. And I'm going to be starting vlogs, as I mentioned in the previous podcast. But I'm going to be reading some of these symptoms because I have noticed some of these things happening to me. And I'm like, is this part of the... of the cleanse they they call it the carnivore fever so here are the symptoms <clears throat> brain fog headache chills muscle soreness sore throat digestive issues dizziness irritability bad breath smells bad taste in mouth dry mouth cravings nausea diarrhea poor focus <laughs> decreased physical performance cramping rapid heart rate insomnia and night sweats and these symptoms are a result of your body undergoing major metabolic and hormonal changes. Which, of course, happens when you're literally dropping like zero carb. You have like zero carb, zero sugar, no fiber, nothing. And actually, I'm going to be talking about some stuff um, in regard to like myths and things eventually. Because a lot of people have so many different opinions about it but um one of them being that they say that you need supplementation they also say that fats are no good for you sodium is no good for you cholesterol levels being too high it's like all that stuff like that is no good for you it's like don't eat the egg yolks it's bad for you don't eat the fat off the steak it's bad for you don't put too much salt in your food it's bad for you. There is nothing on the internet that claims that it is bad for you. Like even in medical books, there is nothing on that. There is actually a lifted type of kind of ban against those things. Because back then, they didn't know any better. Just how, unfortunately, our parents and grandparents also didn't know any better when they were giving us fucking orange juice with a ton of sugar or cake pops or whatever like <laughs> whatever it is basically like that's all that's what they learned is like you know all these things are healthy balanced diets and we need so much on our plate in order to be satisfied and in order to have all the food groups 
But if you think about it, what was our ancestors eating before? For 2,000 years, people were eating meat. And very rarely you would have berries or apples and all that stuff, especially in Canada. All those things are when the season would come and those stuff would be <coughs> to sustain the hunger that we would have while hunting in order to then eat the meat and stuff. And people have had, we literally have gone through the cycles. We've, we've gone through evolution just based off of carnivore. So suddenly... When people say red meat's bad for you and all of this stuff, you know, you got to be questioning. Where does this information come from? Have you ever cared to look at the information is the question. So, yes, unfortunately, I'm, I'm a little bit heated when, I come, when it comes to these topics. Definitely sharing the most information with you and all that stuff. But I'm a very fiery person. So um, I'm definitely going to be talking in this matter. So if you guys don't like it, I mean, there's other people out there talking about these things that... I just, you know, I'm being real. I'm being me. So now we're going to be talking about going into the topic of life is too short to be eating healthy. The, you know, since I've been restricting myself of certain things, I've noticed that there are certain stuff that's like it's harder. Um, the Petersons doing this diet said that nobody wants to eat with them anymore because all they eat is meat. So they go out and they're like, oh, they have restriction to this. Oh, they can't eat this. They can't eat that. So nobody wants to go out with them anymore. Just how when you're drinking with a group of friends and you suddenly stop drinking, nobody wants to invite you drinking anymore because you're not fun anymore. You're not drinking anymore. Unfortunately, when you restrict certain things on your diet, and I'm not saying you have to restrict everything, uh, you know, you you certain you lose certain stuff. You have to make certain compromises in your life. Like either you're going to be doing those things and then you're going to be suffering for it later or you're going to try to minimize it and kind of go with the consequences of that or just completely cut it out and suffer the consequences but then end up feeling better. You know, you have options. But we choose to do certain things. It's, a, it's, it's, it's really fascinating to me. But what I wanted to say was about that people think that if you're eating healthy, that you're missing out. Life is too short. Oh, I can't have a cake. Oh, I can't have alcohol. I can't have gin. I can't go out with my friends to have a pizza. You know, and then I don't want it. I don't have any problems. I'm healthy. I don't have any problems. You know, just how people say that, you know, like they're like, Oh, I'm healthy. I don't have to diet. I'm skinny. I don't have to work out. Yes, you do. <laughs> you still have to. You just have to do different things. You know, it's like life is too short to cut out blank. I'm not saying that you have to cut everything out, but I'm saying that it's like to be aware of these things. It's just honestly make, doing these things will actually make your life short. <laughs> what makes your life longer is if you're smart about it and actually kind of see rule out what works and what doesn't work the funny thing is since i've been doing this carnivore diet and i have been literally sharing on my stories people are con like confused and curious as well like what is carnivore diet what is carnivore fever oh you cut out carbs how's that like oh does cutting out gluten reduce inflammation 
or people saying like, oh, I can never do what you do or wow, that's crazy. I wonder how that's going to work out for you. Things like that. So far, I haven't seen any negative uh, feedback or stuff. Maybe it's when I'm going to be posting it more on YouTube and things like that. Who knows? But I haven't seen anything bad so far. I've just actually seen people curious about these things and I'm trying to teach the people just share my opinions and for some reason people on instagram stories love my rants like they live for them they live for the stories where i i I rant about different things and as of lately it's been health because that is what i'm going through and just how if you were going through a breakup then maybe majority of your stories would be about breakup or post breakup or how to be an independent woman or strong man or whatever it is so basically what i'm trying to say is carbs and gluten intolerances we're going to be talking about all these things we're going to be talking about uh salicylates that that's a mouthful i didn't even know how to pronounce that word i had to like search that word up about like two weeks ago (coughs) in order to learn more about it especially going through the carnivore diet so we're going to get to that but um, let's talk about gluten and gluten intolerances and stuff. I am not saying that you're never going to be able to have a pizza again. I'm not saying you're never going to be able to have a burger again. Fuck, like, you know, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, I probably had a burger. Um, I've had like, you know, uh, like shared some ice cream with my partner a while back. I've had some some date bars those are more of like healthy alternatives and stuff like that um i've had fries i've eaten potatoes i've had all these things that consider like like to be avoided and all that stuff but again it's literally all in moderation and i'm going to be talking about how a lot of the stuff people don't realize is that they think that because they're skinny they don't need to work out bs because as soon as you don't work out and you're skinny, years later catches up to you, estrogen catches up to you, life catches up to you, and you start to have more weight gain. Some people that have been skinny their whole life suddenly gain a ton of weight because they don't exercise and don't take care of their health and estrogen takes over when they're 40 and they're like, oh, this is what happened to me. Or they end up having some autoimmune problem and suddenly want to change their lives or they end up living in consistent pain they start to have neck problems, back problems, and then they start to get like hunches and they start to be like old people and start to like complain about how old they are. And it's mostly about how old they feel and they don't realize that. It's not how old you are because I know people that are 60, 70, 80 that are healthy as fuck. And I know people that are in their 20s that are like just like they completely destroy that like are worse than grannies and grandpas out there. So it it really is like, you know, uh, debatable. But also in regards to bloating and gas and all of these things, I think I, I have mentioned this on my story today as well. It's like people think that fatigue, um, depression, mood swings, bloating, gas, weight gain, weight loss all that shit's normal people start to think it's normal because that is what they they teach you you know oh you eat beans 
you have gas, it's fine. No, it's not fine. It's your body warning you of something. Your body is 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 literally the cue. And people don't realize that it's not just internal of what happens. Your skin gives you feedback. How many women have had breakouts during their cycles, during periods? I know I do. I know that I every time my period is about to come, I have a fucking pimple on my chin. And that's like hormonal and stuff, which actually I'm surprised because this month I haven't had any. So it's kind of shocking. Maybe it's something to do with the carnivore diet. I'm not sure. I've had this redness on my face, which I'm pretty sure is due to diet. Pretty sure it's due to something that like just won't go away and has cleared up more or so on the carnivore diet than any other diet or thing that I have tried thus far. People have skin rashes and uh, a bunch of hives and they think that, oh, this is just normal. This is what happens to me. Or like every time I eat potatoes, I have these. Yet they eat potatoes, you know? It's just like, it's things that we don't have common sense about. There's something that I like to, to talk about, like, like to mention. It's in moderation and in consideration. Not in consideration, like in consideration, space. <laughs> consideration. And what I mean by that is that you can still have what you want to eat as long as you are aware of what you're eating, as long as you are um, working out, drinking enough water, eating healthy most of the time. You know, you want to be eating 90% healthy. But then occasionally if your friend invites you to go to a pizza shop or something and you really want to go, you can go. Because then you can have your like cheat meals and things like that. You don't have to limit yourself completely. And people don't understand this. I have had people message me. And I'm not going to mention any names and stuff like that. But I've said, I'm gaining a ton of weight. I have gluten problems. I'm car like, I, I don't even know. Is it carbs? Is it like, is it the gluten? You know, I've had a excessive, excessive fatigue and a lot of bloating. And those are symptoms of actually gluten and carbs. And people don't realize these things. It's the simplest things that we don't realize. Actually, most of us do have intolerances to gluten and carbs. When people say bloating is normal, bloating is not normal. Bloating is normal, you know, when, you know, like after you eat, and your stomach poops out a little bit, but not after when you're staying bloated. You know, when you have like excessive food in your stomach and you're, you know, it gets a little bit cool. When you drink a ton of water and suddenly you have all the water retention, okay. But if suddenly you're just like always bloated or you eat popcorn and then you have like you're, you're bloating or you're gassy, that's not right. And people don't realize these stuff. And I'm not saying this to be like, oh, like I'm perfectly healthy and all this stuff. Clearly I'm not because I've had a ton of inflammation and swelling, but I'm doing something about it. I'm not just letting my ears pass me by and just be like, life's too short to be eating healthy. You know, I'm going to live with arthritis. I don't want to live with arthritis. (laughs) I don't want to have any of that, you know, like I don't want to be able The reason why I'm in such a limiting diet for me, and this is more severe responses and stuff like that, 
is be- because I don't want to be in pain. I'm tired of spending most of my life in pain. I'm fucking 23 years old. I'm going to be 24 soon. And I'm still in pain due to this shit illness. There's something wrong. You know? The same thing with... Uh, that's, yeah, again. Bloating, weight gain, all that stuff. Weight gain. It's not normal to have excessive weight. We can have normal... We can have weight that is in proportion to our body weight and our height. And these are things that are just facts. And I'm not saying like, I'm not talking about, um, you know, like I'm not saying like, oh, it's bad. Like it's bad if you're this way or whatever, body shaming and all these things. But we want to be able to, to take notice that even by being underweight or overweight that we end up having issues like mental health illnesses and we end up having mood swings or bipolar disorder or many other stuff that end up happening to us and we don't realize it depression depression is not normal (laughs) it's it happens because of hormonal responses but it's not completely normal to always be depressed there's something wrong there and your body needs to be aware of these things our bodies are first hello you know <laughs> there is a thing in like in a uh, feng shui where they say that feng shui isn't just about your house it's not just about making your house flow of energy but it's about your house that you live in your vessel they believe that Feng shui also comes from internal. It comes from having glowing skin, beautiful, perfect eyebrows, luscious hair, you know, like oilier skin, not dry, dead skin. All of these signs are health issues screaming at us. And a lot of people try to go to dermatologists and stuff for stuff that they're having and want to treat it topically and they just just think that that's just gonna happen this is gonna go away but without solving the root of the problem just the same as arthritis when people start taking a bunch of medication and then suddenly they stop the medication and all of their arthritic symptoms come back it's these things that we need to be thinking about and uh and my boyfriend is also an example of these things as well. He is still trying his best within all of these things in order to better himself, in order to feel better, in order to, you know, maybe even be better for our future children. Who knows? We have no idea. But it's just, it is what it is. It's like, and I think for me personally, like one of my, um, what is those things called? Uh, like, I guess a red flag or something or a turnoff, I guess. is people that just don't take care of themselves. They're just like, whatever, you know, like, I'm not saying that I will never have, have alcohol again. I'm not saying that I will never eat a single sweet again. But for now, this is what I'm doing understand and it's just like and it's it's all of these different types of stuff that we're talking about 
Now in regards to supplementation and all of that stuff, I have actually been not taking as much supplementation with this diet, which they say you don't need that much supplementation. I have been having uh, no vitamin C because in case you guys are not aware of, vitamin C is actually needed to break down the carbohydrates of the body, help with the immune system response. But once you are challenging your immune system with these things and also the meats, the cheeses, all that stuff, probiotic, healthy fats, a bunch of vitamins, vitamin D, C, B, whatever it is, they all have that stuff in it and you don't need it. One thing that people struggle with usually is magnesium levels, um, sodium, and what else do they, they struggle with? Potassium electrolytes and i have all that shit under control thus far we're gonna see i have been taking two magnesium pills i've been taking an electrolyte supplement that you just snoop in your water that takes care of the potassium part um and also has the uh, electrolytes a little bit of sodium and then also making sure that i put enough salt in all of my food and eventually we're going to be talking about the myths out there myth Okay, but conclusion is what I wanted to share with you guys is that you don't have to give up every single thing to be healthy, but you just need to be aware of what is affecting you. If you start seeing that you have problems with your life, that problems with your mood, problems with fatigue, bloating, gas, whatever it is, and you're not doing anything about it, but you feel shitty and you're just like, life is too short to be eating healthy. Now, what what is the problem there? The problem is that you're not taking control of your own life. And you are the main character of your own life. And that is where we should start. Thank you guys so much for watching this podcast. I will be talking to you guys more about different things and next week. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.